This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 366. That is right. You are listening to the best podcast, award-winning podcast. We swept every category 2017 that we were nominated in. Thank you, everyone, for voting. Uh, self-proclaimed. Um, yeah, I am Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Make sure you go buy t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. And Facebook.com slash out. Go give us a like. Go follow us on Twitter at out at BTTG161. I don't like this intro. But, yeah, Twitter, uh, YouTube.com slash out 11 Shoot us an email, out one at gmail.com. And I am alongside Brandon. Brandon, you can go follow at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. And we are also alongside Chris. You can go follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Windog. Chris, how are you doing? Do you want to re-record the intro so you can see how professional does it? Oh, no, no. This no. is so professional. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, I'm here again. Yeah, well, thank you very much for, uh, for joining us again. And thank you, everyone, for My listening. My damn show. <laughs> hey, we we share we share on this podcast. Actually, it's uh, Brandon's show. Let's let's get the, the record straight. We're just on all pawns and puppets in this game. Yeah, um, yeah. So, how is everybody's week? We had Super Bowl this week. Yeah, what? A, 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 Brandon, how was your week? My week was fine. On Super Bowl Sunday, I watched the film. I didn't watch the film? Super Bowl. Yeah, I watched the uh, thirty-five the, millimeter film. Yeah, the National Lampoon movie on Netflix. That, oh, like, bless your heart. That's about the the start mm-hmm. of National Lampoon. It was really good. It was like a super stacked cast. Nah, that's it was like funny. A... It was like fourth wall breaking and stuff. It was good. Yeah, it sounds like something I probably wouldn't watch. It's but... not a National Lampoon movie that you're like, oh, these movies are stupid. They weren't good until since Caddyshack. Yeah, it's not like still that. wouldn't watch it's it. Not like that at all. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, like a it's a biopic. Yeah, nobody cares. But the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Speaking of nobody cares, the best thing from the Super Bowl is the guy hitting an Arn Anderson spinebuster. And no, I the best thing from the Super Bowl that. was that Giants commercial. I think the best thing from the Super Bowl was that Tide commercial. What with I, the guy I, from Stranger Things? I, I guess I missed it. Oh, oh he yeah, was I like. I think the best commercial I saw was the M and M's. I didn't even see the M&M's. But the oh, Giants the commercial thing. was good, too. The worst thing from the Super Bowl was probably finding out that that Crocodile Dundee movie was right? just an ad. I couldn't oh, believe that. Man. Yo, first of all, I went out the next day. I went to I IHOP. thought you didn't watch it. I went to IHOP to get all-you-can-eat pancakes. My friend goes, did you see the, the Dundee trailer turned out to be an advertisement for Australia? I was like, no, no, don't tell me that. I was, like, <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing that new Dundee film. And then uh, yeah. I went home and I looked up the commercial. I was like, you have to be kidding me. 
They, oh. It was like the actual, the first trailer that they released was like, oh, damn, I'm in. I'm in. I'll see it. Yeah, me, me and Chris were together, and we were both like so let down at that point. You just kind of ruined the markout moment of the week, Dave. Uh, you know what? Anyway, I... But, uh, let me say it. Dave surprised me, and Brandon totally kayfaved me by thinking that on Saturday when we recorded this podcast, uh, Dave was still up in Troy, New York. But no, he uh, just decided to show up at my house on Sunday for Super Bowl, which then got a, a little bit of inebriated Chris very excited. Yes. Uh, it, was um, it was good for Dave to come down. We had a, a fun Super Bowl party, and uh, I paid for it on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's always great to be around you guys, and I'm very happy to have finally been able to join uh, after a few years. So it, it definitely makes me feel like I made the right decision in going and joining everyone at home, and it's nice. It was nice. Yeah, um, the people just like you walked in, they're just like, Dave? Hey, <laughs> yeah, and, you, and um, I think uh, Andrea's husband answered yeah. the door. Uh, and he's never met me before, so it was kind of like awkwardish. I'm like, yeah, I'm really good friends with the people that live here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's uh, up? Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so Dundee, it's such a disappointment because that looks. I would go see that. Um, I know. So would I. Danny McBride in anything is hilarious. He oh, plays I, Bob in the Angry Birds movie, and it's just so funny. He's. I, the one role that I'm, I question him in, but I haven't seen it yet, is Alien. I never saw it. Yeah, he's in Aliens. the new Alien. Aliens? I don't know. He's in the new one. There's a new Alien film? Yeah, they rehashed it. I think Sigourney Weaver's still in it, though. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady. A little, uh, a little bit uh, upset. He's a baby. He's a big, big, cheating baby. Um, and... I'm glad the Eagles won just because I could see Tom Brady's tears. And now I feel like this might be the downfall of the Patriots dynasty because, yeah. you know, Tom Brady said he's going to come back, but Gronk may not come back. Yeah, because um, Gronk has said he's about to take revenge on Jinder Mahal. Yeah, he's going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. We know how much Vince McMahon loves stars. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I found Why out. Why did I, I could actually see that? I, I mean, you, you mean, I don't, I don't see him actually winning the actual match, I read an article. But today saying that apparently there's like actors telling Gronk to move into Hollywood. Interesting. Well, I mean, he has the size. The size? He looks scrawny as anything. (laughs) And Uh, I just found out there's there's a guy, another guy on the Patriots with a last name similar to him? I don't know. Or is that Kicker. What is his name? It's like Gronk. I don't know. It's something ski. Oh. Yeah. So... Gratowski or something. Raton Alatalewski. I don't even know. Smart people will get that. Yeah, so, and then, I don't get the fans. They go ahead and destroy their... Hashtag Philly, right? Let's let's just save that for the rant of the week this week, Dave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, so what was your... Should we just do the the end of the show now? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) We'll we'll just splice it all together at some point. Yeah, Brandon, who you shouting out? what What was your food sitch like at the Super Bowl party? What's up? What was your food sitch at? At the Super so Bowl we party? always do potluck every single year, but I make stuff. I made about ten pounds of chicken wings, both barbecue and buffalo style. Um, I made a big pan of sausage and peppers, a big pan of homemade mac and cheese. Uh, somebody made penne al vodka. Somebody made meatballs. Our friend Foley hashtag blame Foley made these like <laughs> pinwheels that were like taco pinwheels. They were incredible. 
incredible. It was and like then pizza people, dough or? No, it was like um like Pillsbury dough. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. And they wrapped, like, cheese and peppers, and it was they're delicious, delicious. And then uh, my wife made buffalo dip. We had vegetables. We had fruit. We had cupcakes. We had brownies. We had bourbon. We had a lot, a lot, a lot of bourbon. Oh, uh, that cookie, cookie and cream, uh, cookies and cream thing, fluff. Rachel, one of my wife's good friends, every single year, just it's like this after-dinner dip. It's like fluff, cool whip, um mini marshmallows crushed oreo cookies and it's the it's honestly i put it on brownies today it was incredible i've never i'm surprised that it lasted this long you've never heard of fluff before no i've never had it before oh you're Uh, missing out brother my cousin used to be obsessed with it and i never i never like understood it i'm not a big marshmallow guy in moderation it's good but with this cookie uh cookies and cream dip you could could have easily finished everything i'm surprised that that you guys still have it in your house after a few days uh I don't want to have Wilford Brimley come here and uh, lecture me on the, you know, lecture me on <laughs> diabetes. So. Oh, man. Did you, you know what? Did, you, did you go back up, Dave? Uh, yeah, yes, I did. Back. I did go back up, uh, I think, maybe on Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday, I did come back up just to get the, the show on the road a little bit more. Um, going to get a U-Haul in like a, a week, week and a half, I think. Okay. Um, and then head back down to Long Island for, for good. Forever. Forever. I, I think I have had fluff now that I think about it on cheesecake. Ooh. I think it might be on the s'mores cheesecake at uh Cheesecake, cheesecake Factory? Factory? Yeah, I think Did so. Did you crush Happy Hour recently? No, but the all you can eat pancakes I crushed. How many did you do? I did eleven. What? Yeah. Previously on on in January I did nine. But that wasn't like on an empty stomach. This I went on an empty stomach and did not uh, eleven of them. And uh, the, the waitress, I said, you should have had an aperitif before you went. Had, had a what? An aperitif. It's like a drink like, or something like that that you that you eat before the drink before you eat. That's going to make you more hungry to eat more. Yeah. So the woman, I asked her what the the most she's ever served was, and she goes, "I served this one guy twenty one, and." He was drinking nothing but water. I was Maybe like, it's I, that's what it, that's what it sounded like. But she goes mostly like it's high school kids come in to challenge each other to, or like Throw. middle school to be like, I can do more than you can, and like they don't. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a a good time to me. And then eating I, eleven pancakes. I, it's I mean you're not like you don't sit there like realizing you're eating eleven pancakes. You're just there eating pancakes. It's like oh, yeah, like that you start off, you start off with five. Four. Eating taco, nacho no, chips. Chip. That's, that's not. That's <laughs> I wasn't eating. I wasn't eating all those chips. I'm pretty sure there was a spit bucket. <laughs> Hollywood, right? But uh, uh, yeah, I made pizza too this week. Wow, how that's I was real riveting. I was pissed off with it though because it wasn't cooking evenly. The outside was getting burnt, and the inside was, like, freezing cold. But I think I put too much barbecue chicken on. That could so. be it. Uh, and then, and then yeah. I made – I was making hamburgers last night, and I got pissed off. Not pissed off, but bored of making one by one by one. So I just put a giant patty down in the inside the pan. Maybe – maybe I don't know how big the hamburger was. But it fell apart, right? Yeah, it ended up falling apart, but, like, not – completely f- apart 
Like yeah. half of it was still intact. So, and then I made I was I made it in coconut oil. You use coconut oil? I use it for oil pulling. I put it. You put like two tablespoons in your mouth and you swish it around. It's supposed to like pull out all like toxins and stuff like that. But you oh. don't you don't cook with it? Not really. I used it to make uh, peppers and onions, and uh, I was disappointed with that because it took away the flavor, and it made it taste somewhat like coconut. There, it's okay. still good, but the burgers, I swear to God, dude, the, the beat to the cheeseburger was like nothing in comparison to this. This burger was so much better. I've, I've so cooked the cheeseburger uh, wasn't good? What? The beat to the cheeseburger wasn't good? No, it was good, but I'm saying well, like, this, was so much, this was so much better than that. I've and cooked I have, a fish. I have so many burgers left over still. I can't wait to eat them again. Uh, I've I've cooked fish in uh, coconut oil before, and that that came out pretty good. But it, it's kind of one of those miracle uh, um, products that is becoming more and more well known and used. But for like just everything, whether it's beauty, cooking, etc., health. Um, all right, good stuff. So. Let's get on to some outside the ring news. Hey, Chris, how was your week? Oh, man, my oh, week was so I busy. You did that. I'm sorry. No, no one asked me anything. I'm sorry. Chris, how was your week? It was good. Let's get on to some outside the ring talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? I you had a whole discussion about the Super Bowl party. Yeah, that was one day. And then what's the rest? Work, 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 work. Well, I actually had a fun week this week. What did you do? It's fine. Let's go on outside the ring talk. No, I want to know. No, it's okay. Trust no, me. No, tell me. No. Please. Oh, I'm good. You're going to argue with him? Just tell him what you did this week. I work, 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 work. That's a Rihanna song. And then, <laughs> and then what'd you do? And then I worked, 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 worked. The what was fun, though? It was just, I, I wasn't telling people that I wasn't waiting tables. I was doing fun stuff. Just like so. production? Yeah, production work. It was great. Cool. Did you go to a bounce yeah. house? What? Did you go to a bounce house? No, let's talk about some outside the ring stuff. Anyway, so uh, we've seen the shift in 205 Live recently, um, where you're seeing more after the whole Enzo Amore scandal, it's gone back to just straight wrestling. Um, and that's because Triple H apparently has been taking over 205 Live since uh, the whole Enzo Amore thing happened. Uh, apparently, he's going to, you know, Vince McMahon is not going to have any sort of role in it whatsoever. And it's going to be more straightforward wrestling. Like the NXT product is, you know, there's 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 storyline to NXT, but the meat and potatoes of it is wrestling, and you've seen that over the past couple of weeks since this whole shift, which I'm a fan of. And it's like that, the the Triple Enzo has a great wrestling brain, and whatever he gets his mind on, especially with the NXT product, the performance center stuff like that, it's gold. Bringing yeah, in no, Enzo I, to that brand, I thought was fantastic. It elevated what? Enzo. It elevated okay. the brand, and then he got fired for doing stupid stuff. And, Alleged, stupid, stupid uh, allegedly stuff. doing stupid things. I haven't things. heard anything since that week. So Right. And then uh, since then, it's like it really it evolved. and it's going back to what it was supposed to be. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah. It, Apparently, there's going to be a lot more NXT call-ups. Um, you saw you know, Tyler Bate. I'm jumping the gun a little bit. I apologize about next week. You can see Mark Andrews on it. Uh, you saw Roderick Strong this week. So there's apparently going to be a lot more call-ups in the 205 Live brand to just kind of spice, you know, spice it up. Little I, cumin, and little red pepper spicing it, you know? 
and and I'm all for it. I think that 205 Live at times is one of those shows. In my mind, it is equivalent to main event, which it shouldn't be, and it isn't. Not but not since it, not since mid since Enzo happened, it hasn't well, been. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. When I do see the matches, I'm like, oh wait, um, Roderick Strong is facing this person, or Kalisto is facing this person. I'm like, oh, I actually do want to go ahead and watch this, as opposed to uh, another event. It's a so, wrestling purist show. It really is. So good job, Triple H. Good job, Triple H. Um, Triple H oversaw the Performance Center and saw everything that goes in there. Apparently, there's a new coach in the Performance Center as well, and that being uh, Sabrina Deeb. You will know her on the from uh, her latest role in the uh, the MYC. Uh, she was a part of the Straight Edge Society as well. Uh, so a, another good female mind to get down there to work with um, Sarah Matos, Sarah Sarah Del Rey. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, they've wrestled each other numerous times, and she's so talented, and there's so much to learn from her, um, and it's cool. And while you mentioned the Performance Center, they had a uh, recent tryout, which saw like Rob Risen, Evan Markopoulos, Jackson Stone, Jarek 120, Austin Theory, Dylan Bostic, and Murray and Manic, and a bunch of others all trying out. Um, so I expect this year's going to be huge with a lot of signings. I know we had Mark, uh, War Machine, Ricochet, and all of them, but I think we're going to see so much more, and it's fun. Chris, are you familiar with uh, Austin Theory and some of these, or no, nah, not too much? None of them. I do not know one word. One okay. person, you said. I, I, I know Brandon is iffy, but like Austin Theory is on Evolve a lot. Same I mean, thing with I, John, I, think uh, I, I think I know the two two people, and that was it. Yeah, I, a lot of talent in the tryouts. So it's an exciting time. Um, something not too exciting, though. Jason Jordan underwent, underwent neck surgery in Pittsburgh. Uh, it was minimally invasive operation to decompress the nerve. It's called a microdiscectomy. Um, I'm not too sure. Like, do you buy it as real or as like a work? What's your take on this? I think it's real. Mm-hmm. You've kind of seen it over the past couple of weeks, him not getting involved and stuff like that. Apparently, he pulled off a little house shows. Um, his wife apparently said he was getting, he wasn't getting a major neck surgery, but it's a neck surgery. Any sort of neck surgery is a major neck surgery. He just happened to get the neck surgery in his quote unquote father's hometown. Yeah, that's what was setting like giving me a red flag was that it was in Pittsburgh. I mean, maybe he got neck surgery and maybe it was just elsewhere. Isn't the WWE doctor in Pittsburgh? That I'm not too sure. I know no, James. I know whenever, is... whenever somebody has to go for their physical to for like uh, for WWE to get like signed and stuff like that, they have to go to Pittsburgh. So maybe that's why. Ah, uh, I know okay. James Andrews. I think he's in Alabama, Birmingham, he's Alabama. Al- yes. But yeah. He does more like knees and stuff like that. He doesn't do neck surgeries. Yeah, he's more of the the shoulders and the joints, joint yes. related. All right. What did our our tweet blew up though with uh, <laughs> in relation to Jason Jordan though? Yeah, it made a Twitter moment. Uh, go figure. I mean, I'm still clicking the retweet on there, hoping to just get get a little bit more favorites and retweets on there. It's so weird. It's like, oh, hello, by the way, your tweet has been added to the Twitter moments, which it's like you go to the Twitter news about Jason Jordan, and that's – it's there. And, like, yeah. everyone's like, good luck, good luck, good luck. And ours is, wait a minute, you're telling us that Jason Jordan's been wrestling with a broken freaking neck? <laughs> yeah well as 
pretty much everyone has said, like father, like son. Um, and then also William Ringel, he debunked a rumor about a Latin American tournament being booked. Which, did for, you even uh, see that as a rumor? I didn't see that at all. I just I saw, all not. I saw was William Regal saying, there is no tournament, don't believe the I rumors. I saw it as a rumor. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. And that's what they said. I, I read like a report on, you know, click, uh, uh, copy paste zone. I mean, wrestle zone, sorry. Um, <laughs> that said, you know, they want to maybe sign Rey Mysterio to be a part of this Latin American tournament that they have, that they're going to do in Chile in like August or something like that. And then William Regal shot it down. He's like, you know, William Regal said something to the fact that, and I know Brandon's probably going to pull up the tweet right now and app and quote it right after I say it. But it's like, I used, you know, Twitter for fun, but I'm just letting you know, there's going to be no sort of Latin American tournament. That's interesting. I, I hope that if Ray Mysterio does sign, like does have a few matches, I hope one of them is going to be with Kalisto. And I hope it's like given the proper amount of time because I think that would be gold. He wants AJ. Yeah, don't they all? Don't they all? <laughs> I mean, I would. I'm all. I'm down for both matches. Yeah. All right. Any more outside the ring news? Um. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah. No, I think we're good. I think we just got to talk about a whole bunch of all right. wrestling. Well, we have some indie results on the second. I believe in wrestling took place in Orlando, Florida. In her debut, Renee Michelle picked up the victory over Chelsea Durden. Yeah, the AWA Florida Tech Team Championships were on the line. Amber Nova teamed up with Axe Clover to defeat Chase and Rance and Jarrell Clark to become the new champions down there. Chris, you want to take away the championship? The S but SCW Florida heavyweight title. Iron Epic defeated Dion James. I don't know who any of these guys are. <laughs> That's all right. You'll you'll learn very carefully. Like I believe in wrestling is a promotion that we've been covering. Defy and Santino Bros are California based. Yeah, I'm I've trying. heard of I've heard of I've heard of Defy. I think I've I watched them go there recently this week. So did you see uh, Izzy uh, making her uh, in ring debut, trashing everybody? Oh man, that. She's a natural heel. I know, but okay. So this is my problem with it. She's mm-hmm. 10 years old getting into a wrestling ring. I know she's just cutting a promo and stuff like that. And I know her father went on Twitter and was like, oh, we support, you know, this isn't, you know, me trying to live out my Mark dreams. This is my daughter trying to do something. But, like, because she has the popularity from being an NXT Mark, like, I don't think feel like, 10 years old is a little bit too early to get in a ring, even to cut a promo. I'm what, sorry. What about the nine-year-old girl that put on a clinic against jo- uh, Kenny Omega? <laughs> so, that's Kenny. I, that's, that's that's a totally different culture than what uh, we're preventing here in America. Brandon, do not say anything because it is a totally different culture. You know that. But I, what's the difference? Well, how, like, oh, go ahead. You're nine years old. You can wrestle. Of course you can. What's the difference? I... I I am a okay with it. Just be, I understand the risk and everything like that. But if you take precautions to make sure, like the real hazard of anybody getting to the ring would probably be getting in and out of the ring if there's no action taking place in the ring. So that's why I'm fine with her cutting a promo. Um, and I thought she did a great job. And plus, like I also think of it as like if I was put in that position back when I was a child, that would be like even all of us. That would be like living a dream to be in a pro wrestling ring at such a young age and actually 
um, being able to do something as opposed to just getting in there and pinning somebody like Maxwell Hardy, jobber. And yeah, what are, um, what are your thoughts on <laughs> Maxwell Hardy if that's like the case? Second generation, brother. What, what does that matter? <laughs> what if she? What, if what, Izzy, what does it matter? What if Izzy was a child actress? She's not a child actress. But She's she some was. park that sat outside the NXT in the NXT ring and giving Bailey hugs, and they focused on her. And then I think she trained to be a wrestler. I think she's training to be a wrestler down there. Who? So the weird I think things. Izzy that... is training. Listen, Joey. Right, Janela... That could be incorrect, but Joey Janela, Booker for Spring Break. We want to see her. Versus... <laughs> we want to see her versus Zandig. And speaking of Joey Janela, he was at the Five Wrestling this past weekend in Seattle, Washington, where he was defeated by Randy Myers. Nice. Brody King picked up the victory over ACH. Yeah, and then the Divide 8 by GP Championship was on the line. Right? What does that even mean? I have no idea. But (laughs) champion Shane Strickland defeated Matt Seidel. Yeah, and then also on the second, you had Santino Bros taking place in uh, Bell Garden, California. Jake Atlas defeated uh, Vandegrift. Dominic Kubrick defeated Alonzo Alvarez. Robbie Phoenix versus yeah, Lucas Riley versus Kodo Hero went to a no contest because Jake Atlas interfered. Then True Grit defeated Doomfly. Douglas James defeated Tyler Bateman via disqualification, so he retains the the Santino Bro Submission Championship. So you can only win by submission? I believe so, yes. That's actually pretty cool. There's not a lot of those titles around. Yeah, and Tyler Bateman, like... Santino Bros has been producing so much talent out from over there. Is um, Ronda Rousey training over there? Or? Yeah, I, I, uh, one of the owners, I believe she's an owner, uh, did post a picture of Ronda Rousey over there. So I think she's been putting in some hours at Santino Bros as well. Um, after the match, Ruby Ray's challenged Bateman to a three stages of hell match at the next isn't, event. Isn't yeah. Ronda Rousey supposed to be performing, going down to the performance center immediately? I that's where I'm not sure. This may have been a picture from a a month month and a half ago though. I'm not, not too sure. not too certain. Um, but yeah, Santino Bros is something special right now. Um, on the third, Russell uh, Russell Pro who brace for Impact took place in Rahway, New Jersey. This uh, is actually going to be on Twitch tomorrow night on Impact oh. Wrestling's channel. I was under the impression it was airing live on Twitch, and so I'm sitting not. there waiting for it, waiting for it. Sat through Jeff Hardy versus Sting. I saw that too. So many, so many other matches, and I'm like, where is this? Maybe, What's the deal? You know what? Maybe we should cover this in full detail next week, since we'll have it, uh, the ability to actually see it and see what the production value is going to be like. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I mean, the one thing you're not going to see though is uh, Tennille Dashwood Emma making her uh, return, her debut in the Indies after her 90 day no compete clause is up, and uh, she defeated Angelina Love. Yeah. Um, so Sorry. if if I don't watch it live tomorrow. On Twitch, can I still go on their Twitch and watch it at some point after, or no? I think so. I don't know. I don't. I don't know okay. if that's how. I don't know if that's how they'll they'll do it. Yeah, that's because I that's know some, some live streams you could they just delete right afterwards. Delete. I, okay. I can't imagine that the the live stream that TNA has now or Impact has now of all the old TNA stuff is there, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive it could be. 
All right. Well, hopefully it will be. Um, upcoming indie events on the 17th, you got MCW taking place in Joppa, Maryland. MCW heavyweight champion Bruiser going to be taking on Napalm. MCW Rage TV title champion Greg Excellent going to take on Jimmy Stars, in, uh, who is one half of the Hell's Cats. Hellcats, sorry. Yeah, you're not. You're Hell's Cats. You're, you're definitely not going to be able to. They, they delete this stuff right after it airs. Uh, or still be one long continuous stream. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? One long continuous stream. Sounds like uh, me this morning. <laughs> uh, FCW I drank tag team. Eight yeah. ounces of water today. Oh yeah, boy yeah. I drank like one. <laughs> well, one's not good. One is not good. Uh, FCW tag team champions. The cartel going to be taking on the carnies. Yeah, Ken Dixon taking on Sean Studd. Rock and Roll Express still doing things as they face Bobby and Robbie. No, it's the Rock and Bowl Express, bro. Rock and Bowl. Oh, damn. I thought it was the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> I thought they were still getting those big bookings off the uh, Hall of Fame induction, brother. I mean, they probably are, but. Yeah, yeah but not are. here. And uh, <laughs> Bobby Wayward taking on Brandon Scott. Yeah, with that uh, Russell Pro MCW exchange. Did you know your your favorite Super Bowl commercial was supposed to contain Russell Pro people and they got cut? Which one? Oh, the f- yeah, with, I saw some with uh, Odell Beckham and Eli. Pat's, uh, Pat's out of focus in one of the scenes. Oh, is he? Yeah. And Bowens huh. just got cut. Yeah, he got cut. He's not booked, brother. Uh, but also on February 17th, you have a WWN and Evolve Wrestling present Evolve 100. It's amazing that Evolve has 100, ep- 100 shows. I remember like the first one, I think Brian Danielson was actually booked on it. Right? I think I think one of the first ones was like Finley? Finley versus Sammy Callahan, too. Yeah, I think that was Evolve 13. Yeah. Um, but anyway, your Evolve Championship is going to be on the line. Jack Sabre Jr. will be defending against Austin Theory. Uh, we mentioned it before uh, with Priscilla Kelly. You got the WWN Championship match. Keith Lee defending against AR Fox. A mat, a match of totally different styles, but you know AR Fox could hold his own. He had that great match against Ryback last year. Mm, yeah, that's for sure. The Evolve Tag Team Championships up for grabs. Chris Dickinson and Jaka defending it against the End. The future yeah, is yeah. now. Match number one, you have Matt Riddle versus James Drake. And then match number two, you're going to have Hot Sauce Tracy Williams facing against Anthony Henry. Match three, Fred Yeti versus Dom Garini. Uh, and then you have a triple threat match. Darby Allen taking on Jason Kincaid, taking on Jarek120, who's going to be alongside Candy Cartwright. I'm surprised Brandon didn't correct me. <laughs> on Fred Yehi? Yeah. That's Dave's job. No, Wait, yay, thought... yay, hi. See, I told you. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was Fred Yeti. We we thought so too. We had to do some research, and then we forgot about the research like a few months later, and then mispronounced it again. And then I just recently uh, had to do more research on that. <laughs> but anyway, Evolve um, doesn't have not one show next weekend, but two, because then they're running at the MCW Arena in Joppa, Maryland, as they present Evolve One Hundred. You got a no-holds-barred match, non-title match. You have what? 101. 101, yep, sorry. There, there's the brand in uh, correcting <laughs> me. Uh, the WWN champion Keith Lee will be facing off against Tracy Williams. The uh, Evolve mm-hmm. champion in a non-title match, Sabre Jr. taking on Chris Dickinson. 
You got Matt Riddle taking on Austin Theory, who's going to be with Priscilla Kelly, taking on Darby Allen and Jaka in a four-way elimination match. A grudge match. James Drake and Anthony Henry taking on the end. And then Fred Yed High versus uh, Shane Mercer. MCW Showcase match. Dante Cabanero taking on Ken Dixon. And not only that, but NXT general manager William Regal will be in attendance. So if you're going, you can get a picture, you can get an autograph. You know, I asked him about a bunch of awesome stuff that's going on. Uh, you, know, you have you know what kind also, of, I think the, I was going to say, you know, kind of annoyed me was them saying they have the 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 Regal um, like seminar, and mm-hmm. they 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 tout like, oh, you'll you won't be able to get this sort of inside NXT experience anywhere else. But it's like you have tons of wrestlers in WWE that have their own schools, so it's like the same. You could. 100% get the same experience elsewhere. Sure, you don't have William Regal, but like yep, Creative, that's, Pro, that's... Creative Pro brings in Christian. He did it. Yeah, but William Regal is, I'm sure Chris is about to say the same thing, but William Regal is that. Creative uh, Pro brought in Arn Anderson. Yeah, but William Regal is also one of the uh, the scouty, the scouts for WWE. He is working with WWE right now. Yeah, you don't see R. Anderson double-fisting beers in the back of a PWG locker room looking for talent. You see William Regal in a suit and tie. I, I don't know why. I just feel like R. Anderson would just be double-fisting beers all the time. I think that's a, an appropriate assumption. Right? I don't think so. Yeah. I think but so. If he was uh, anyway, else. hopefully we get this episode out on Friday because Friday, February 9th, Ring of Honor has Honor Reign Supreme from Concord, North Carolina. Uh, the cool thing about this is that they're giving this event away for free. Um, it's going to be on ringofhonorwrestling.com. It's going to be on the Fight app. And then they're doing another Facebook. They're doing Facebook Live, which is cool. And it's how um, – sorry. Um, they Another wrestling company is getting a grasp on the whole Facebook Live thing, which I think is cool. You know, especially we've seen recently with Twitch, a lot of wrestling promotions getting on there. You see a lot of uh, personalities getting on there. Now they're using this Facebook Live as a, uh, a platform, which I think is cool. Uh, your main event is going to be the Bullet Club, Cody, Marty Squirrel, and Hangman Page are going to face off against the Kingdom, Matt Taven, TKO Ryan, and Vinnie Marseglia. You're going to have the Ring of Honor World Champion, uh, Dalton Castle, and the boys taking on Sokol, uh, SoCal Uncensored. Sokol. Sokol. Sokol Lethal taking on Jonathan Gresham. Uh, so if you didn't know who SoCal Uncensored is, it's Christopher Daniels, uh, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky. So. Yeah, and then you got the best friends, Beretta and Chucky T, taking on... Uh, the Young Bucks. Young Bucks, yeah. Did you see those promos <laughs> that they did recently? With the young bucks, I did not. No, uh, they're they're like they're not even friends. They won't even kiss. And then like the two of the young bucks almost kissed, and then the rest of the bullet club was like, nope, nope, don't do that, don't do that. Really weird, really weird. Uh, Punishment Martinez is going to face off against Flip Gorgon, Gorgon, yep, Gorgon, <laughs> and Kenny King's going to face off against Shane Taylor. Silas Young's going to be there. The Briscoes going to be there. Uh, Deanna Pizarro, Mandy Leone, Kelly Klein. So it's going to be a whole thing. Really cool, you know. So if you're home tonight. Or if you're listening to this yesterday, maybe you can find it, rohwrestling.com. Go check that out. Because they're apparently they're coming out with their own streaming service, too, which will be cool. And what, what's this fight at? I don't know. I know okay. House of Hardcore's on it for a little bit. All right. Something which they, they, they put up their stuff on Twitch, too. 
I know. I watched uh, House of Hardcore 37 the other day, actually. Sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think it's a good time to take a break, and we'll be back yeah, right, right back. here on <laughs> Marking Out. Yo, 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 it's your boy JTG, a.k.a. The Radiator Man, because you know your boy stays with that heat, and you're listening to Marking Out. Wait for it. Wait for it. Cheer! Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Now it's time to talk about some sports entertainment and some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which kicks off Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt cutting a little bit of, a little bit of promos. But ultimately really just leads straight into the match, which um, we haven't seen... We don't see that too often with Monday Night Raw, so it's like yeah, a, it was, it's like a breath of fresh air when that happens. Yeah, it was an interesting take to go backstage promo to backstage promo to in ring action. Um, I'm yeah. cool with it though. And it was a, it was a qualifying match for the Elimination Chamber, which obviously Roman Reigns won. Mm-hmm. It was a good match though, nonetheless. Oh yeah, no, it was yeah, it was was it this week or last week where Roman Reigns was getting a this is awesome champ? I. I think it might have been this week, but it—I mean, it could have been last week. I'm not sure. Yeah, Roman Reigns gets a lot of a lot of crud and everything like that, but he's talented. He's got it. I mean, dude, all the all the like false finishes in this match and like the reversals, absolutely, that was spot on. That was good. Yeah, and it was then, a good uh, good opener. And then afterwards, Matt Hardy came out and hit him with a twist of fate out of nowhere. Good. Keeps it keeps it going. I'm telling you, WrestleMania. Apparently, WWE now has like the rights to the Broken Universe, so maybe they might be bringing the Broken Universe into uh, WWE. I could see it getting over. Like, I mean, bringing... I don't. I I feel like Broken Woken Matt Hardy isn't getting over to the extent that it was in TNA. I agree. I feel like it's kind of like hit or miss. Like when I start to heal, hear some delete chance, I'm like. Thinking in my mind, I'm like, all right, please, some more, some more, some more. And here and there, you can get a really loud delete chant, but sometimes it feels like you're pulling teeth to get that reaction. Absolutely. I agree. Um, next up, you had the Balor Club. Finn Balor and Carl Anderson picked the victory over the Revival. So you um, have this whole Balor Club uh, Revival feud continuing. Uh, this time, rather it being the, you know, Gallows and Gun, whatever you want to call them now, it's Finn Balor. So it's keeping him relevant. Yeah, it was, um, only, it was only supposed to be a uh, singles match. And uh, Revival were like, well, we're the best damn tag team. Why don't you pick one of your lackeys over here and we'll prove that. Well, and, what do you uh, think about... They did what not do you think, prove that. Yeah, what do you think about the Revival picking up that loss, though? I think it's fine. You can't have them win every single match. What but I say last week, it's got everything. It's gonna be back and forth with these two teams. More importantly, now that it's like a three-on-two so, sort of ordeal, what if they uh, picked up a third member? Like who? who? I, somebody in? I mean, Lars Sullivan, somebody from NXT. No. I mean, this would have been a great opportunity to get like a member of Slipknot. You know, they were in o- o- Iowa, so it would be a perfect opportunity for them to bring one of them out and punch him in the face. <laughs> I, 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 you're gonna have to like. Give me why. I mean, well, the BWO was supposed to come out during the Extreme Rules match last week, so I mean, it's a perfect <laughs> opportunity. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't see the correlation there. But there was wait, no correlation with the PWO coming out uh, last week. So. Philadelphia and uh, Iowa an Extreme Slipknot, Rules Slipknot, match. Iowa, you know. I have no idea where Slipknot's from. All I know is they're well, playing on the uh, Des Moines. That one dude is oh, playing yeah. on this the Ozzy Osbourne farewell tour. Well, see, they're from Iowa. It would be a perfect opportunity for them to come out. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's Remember, dumb. That's that dumb. So was the BW up coming no, up, Brandon. No, so no, next no. up we had what do we have? Wait wait, 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 But you mentioned Lars Sullivan. Apparently he's been injured. Uh we have never mentioned that, but that's why he hasn't actually been on TV, is because I guess he has an arm injury. He was supposed to be like pushed into that championship scene with Almas, but because of his injury, he was de pushed. He was put off for a bit. So no go on a third member of the revival who also doesn't do flips, just fists. Well, it sounds like you want someone from Slipknot in there. I, again, that makes no sense. I don't understand. Does Slipknot, yep, off. Does, does, sense. does Slipknot just throw fists? Do they flip? Well, something that does make sense is 205 Live, as we spoke about before. And as uh, Chris was saying before, Alexander and Ali picked up the victory over Gulak and Nice. Yep. I, I feel like this was more of a way for the WWE Universe to get more interaction with Drake uh, Maverick. Mm-hmm. I guess he was on commentary. Um, really kind shining of, on commentary. Well, he's he's great on the microphone. Yeah. You ever watch any of his "I'm with Spud" video uh, shoots? Yeah, yeah they're very funny. I don't. Yeah, they're very funny. I don't yeah, very fun. You can't do the ones that he's with another English guy because it's just like blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> it's like what? Relax. Well, yeah. Chris, Chris loves England, folks. We don't need hate mail from England. <laughs> and Brandon loves Tower Heist, ladies and gentlemen. Tower Heist is a good film. Show. I don't understand. I, I'm confused. If you would love to see Dundee the movie, how how is that? Like, how do you not, like, how do you hate on Tower Heist? Well, Dundee anyway, the Kurt movie comes fun. out next, and he reveals that we have this first ever women's elimination chamber match. Uh, Alexa Bliss is going to... Defend the title, and she's going to defend it against Bailey. She's going to defend it against Mandy Rose. She's going to defend it against Mickey James. She's going to defend it against Sonya Deville, and she's going to defend it against Sasha Banks. Um, Nia Jax isn't going to be in the match, but however, at Elimination Chamber, she is going to face Asuka. And if she can beat Asuka, she has entered into the women's title match at WrestleMania. Um, like, does that Alexa make any Blistic? sense? I mean... Like, Asuka didn't even choose what brand she's going to be wrestling on. It's going to be on Raw. We yeah, but this. she didn't choose it. Storyline-wise. Yeah. And also, Nia Jax, she's definitely not going to defeat Asuka. I just I didn't, yeah. I just don't get it. I, I, I think that the booking of this is a little bit awkward. I, I agree. I mean, Nia Jax just... I mean, first off, we never got a conclusion with the Asuka. I'm, I'm like you. I like to see it. If anybody's going to pick something or something's going to be played out, I want to see it actually played out so i do want to see her actually say i am choosing this i am choosing that um naya jacks to be in this position with oscar it's going to be weird like i could only see it as a no d as a double as a dq or interference or something because i i just hate to see naya jacks always getting um getting put in that spotlight and then being knocked down a little bit by a by a loss because right now she's a big powerhouse but maybe they're building her up to be a powerhouse facing Asuka. And Asuka pretty much showing that why she is undefeated, which really doesn't help Nia Jax at all. And then this match with Bliss, it's like... But, I mean, there I, is there is potential, though, if, like, 
let's say Alexa Bliss walks out of the chamber as champion and Asuka goes and chooses SmackDown. That could then set up like, oh, we need a number one contender for the Raw Championship. Yeah. And well, that could I, set up Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss or something. Yeah. But Alexa, and Alexa Bliss came out preaching 100% what I've been saying for years. It was like, it felt so good to hear this come from like somebody Kurt, on TV. Kurt Angle's on a sexist pig? No, yeah, no, I not I, exactly I, that, but more so Brock Lesnar. Why does he get to? Why does she have to defend her title and he doesn't? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I think that it's she completely hit it uh, perfectly. It, how unfair it is that she has to defend it. You could say she hit the nail on the head. He said, "Yeah, I was going to say that, but I couldn't figure out the, the, uh, the term." Angle said that uh, Brock Lesnar defended his championship at the Raw Rumble. She hasn't defended it in months, and she goes, "Well, whose fault is that? It's not my fault." But yeah, uh, and also give Brock Lesnar credit he, for the past few months. Uh, pay-per-view wise, he's been defending the title on each one, I think for the yeah. most part, but because yeah, he just wants those big pay-per-view paydays. Yeah. It's still like I, after, um, after Royal rumble, the next time we'll see him is at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah, well, this led into Oscar picking up the victory over Bailey, which oh, um, also, by the way. Kurt Angle gave the fans the option. Oh, do you want to see Alexa Bliss defend her title? Uh, and everyone yeah. chants yes, but he never goes, do you want to see Brock Lesnar defend your title? As if the fans wouldn't chant yes. That's like you backed her into a corner. You're still not answering exactly what she said, what she, her question was. Yeah, I know. Well, what did you guys think about this match with Asuka and Bailey? Uh, Asuka picking up the victory with that arm bar. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I mean, think, I think we you, haven't you, seen you forgot like to mention the backstage promo between Sasha Banks and Bailey earlier, saying you know, kind of their friendship kind of falling crumbling apart over this whole "I could beat Oscar, no, you could beat Oscar, no, I broke the dam, no, I broke the damn thing." Um, but I mean, what are you gonna get? You're gonna have Oscar lose, you know, after you know. Winning the first ever Royal Rumble to Bailey. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Bailey and everything like that. But you know, I, th- I to- think the match was less emotional than Sasha's was. Uh, oh, yeah, at absolutely. the end, wise, like yeah. Sasha was crying, Bailey wasn't. But I think this match, like, I don't really don't think we've seen Bailey like this in a while. I'm I'm still totally anti Bailey. Uh, so this match was uplifting. Oh, I am total. I'm I'm trying to like how Brandon was turning the fans on Charlotte Flair. I am totally all about turning the fla- the fans on Bailey. Dude, I, I thought that like, even too like earlier in the early in the week too. I'm having a conversation with Dave about Sammy Callahan. He's like, he hasn't lived up to his potential. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, I, I I mean, but that's because I'm looking at Drew McIntyre and I'm like, the guy did this and that, and I'm like, what I want to see more. Sammy Zayn was the champion. Sammy Zayn was champion in... Oh, did you say Sammy Callahan? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Callahan. I thought it was Sammy Zayn. My bad. The, the thing I liked about this match, though, was with, um, the, with the two count. Um, they showed a slow motion of Asuka potentially almost being pinned, but I like that they showed it in slow motion, <laughs> so this like way nowhere, there's no dispute. It was nowhere close to being a three count. Yeah, but I like that they actually showed us that instant replay in slow-mo. And it's kind of weird that they're doing that now, and they have never done well. 
Not never, I, I but... I think they've, like, started to introduce that. The slow motion replays. Yeah. But that, so. the, the counter, counter of the arm bar, and then counter of the Oscar lock. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually leading into Bailey being rolled up flawlessly, I might add, for that, that cross arm bar. Yeah. To lose. I thought that was great. But anyway, next up, we had another Elimination Chamber qualifying match. The Miz defeating Apollo Crews. Uh, before the match, Miz comes out and cuts a very heel promo. Where, where's, where's Curtis Axel? Any news on that? No. I I haven't seen anything. I wonder where he was. Nah. But as expect, I think as we predicted that, you know, he'll... Uh, Miz, Roman Reigns, maybe next week we'll get Seth Rollins. But it doesn't look like that. Because uh, next week it was announced that all the four people that didn't make the Elimination Chamber match will get a last chance uh, for Fatal 4-Way. Like it, would I, have I been, could... it would have been nice for Apollo Crews to pick up the victory here, but like next week, maybe... I he... think he had an awesome match. Yeah, I thought this was gr- like a, a fantastic showing of Apollo Crews against Miz. But like maybe yeah. with next week's match, maybe we could see... Crew step in. I assume Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are gonna like take themselves out of this equation, so it's either gonna be Balor or Cruz. Yeah, I'm going with Balor, but I think that Cruz would be a great addition to that match, especially because we keep on talking about Cruz and how much potential he has and how as you guys were just saying, this match was actually a good showing for him. I think um, I think Cruz would be an unexpected person to be in that match. I mean, you already have Elias in there, which is uh, surprising to me that they did that, which I love. Yeah. So I, and I, I think, hope that they do do Cruz with it. I think Cruz could, like, I mean, his athletic abilities could really shine inside the Elimination Chamber. Um, I almost want to say, like, the outcome of that match is Balor winning to, to go against Brock at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. Roman Reigns is maybe the too obvious of a choice. To win, maybe WWE well, could throw us a bone, give us Miz, give us Elias, give us not that I see Elias winning, but give us Balor. I think Balor versus Brock and Shinsuke versus AJ Styles would be a huge WrestleMania. It's gonna be Brock versus Roman Reigns. Well, we let's, yeah. let's, come on, can all six of our fingers cross? Or I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of cool with two I'm, hands I'm kind or... of cool with Reigns and Lesnar, but talking about Roman Reigns. Uh, next up, you have Cesaro and Sheamus in the bar pick up the victory over Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins by DQ. Jason Jordan just has to come out again, punch, uh, get involved. Which, like, uh, I, that makes no sense. If he has, like, a, a, any sort of, even if it's a minor neck injury, how did they let him go ringside and do, throw a punch even? Because his daddy's the general manager. <laughs> but like yeah, that, I mean, that was originally the the match was the bar versus Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins, and then uh, doctors wouldn't clear him. And, yeah, but and that's then one Kurt's of the things. Like, oh, you have to forfeit, and Seth was like, "Well, I'm not going to forfeit." And then and Roman Reigns shows up, and yeah, but that's one of the reasons why I think that this may be just all a work because how he did get involved in the match, but. I don't know. Like he got physical, and they tell us, "Oh, he's out with neck surgery." I, yeah. I don't see how that's allowed, or I don't know. Thing. 
Next up, you had Nia Jax pick up the victory over Vanessa Floyd, who's rumored to be a 17-year-old high school student that wrestles in the on the Indies under the name Savannah Stone, which I think that would make her the youngest wrestler. In a while, not... Jeff and Matt Hardy. Yeah, Jeff was 15 oh, yeah. or whatever. Got it. And I think Teddy Hart was pretty young, too, nah, when he got Teddy signed Hart. to wherever he was. And then he, he blew was. it all away. Yeah, yeah right but now. as far as this match goes, I don't understand why Nia Jax is having jobber matches. Like, what's that going to build her up for Asuka? That makes no sense. That's that's Obviously, that's exactly their thought. It, I mean, you it, know that that's their thought, to build her up to face Asuka, which us, we know that is really stupid and pointless. But on the other hand, there's really no other way to do this with Nia Jax to make her look powerful when going up against Asuka to keep this just going on a little bit more. Maybe put her against Sonya Deville, but it's... I, I don't like know what else... match. Yeah, I, I think it would be go- uh, good. I really like Nia Jax's leg drop. I, I think that's a really nice finisher, and the way that she lands it just looks really, really... It looks painful. I even want though... to... Even though what? Uh, eat apples and the... bananas? <laughs> <laughs> no, even no, even no. though what? Nothing, nothing. I was going to say, I want to give props to Vanessa Floyd on on selling everything. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Matchup next, you had Mickey James defeating Sonya Deville. Um, not much taking place here. Uh, afterwards, Mandy There's two members in. of the Elimination Chamber match that are going to... Uh, you know, going into Elimination Chamber, have them face off. Uh, and then you got your big main event of the evening. Well, 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 well. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Rose attacks Mickey James. Sonya Deville joins her. And then Alexa Bliss comes out and makes the save for Mickey James. Yeah, it's kind of like she's trying to she's make some friends. Her. Yeah, maybe make some friends in the Elimination Chamber. But uh, Shades of La Luchadora on SmackDown, perhaps? I, Nobody maybe. remembers La Luchadora. Mickey James, when she came back, she was La Luchadora. Helped Alexa Bliss win. Feuding with uh, Becky Lynch. Then Becky Lynch was La Luchadora. Interesting. Well, main event of the evening, Elias picked up the victory over Braun Strowman and John Cena. I really like this match. But stipulation-wise... Now Elias gets to be the last person to enter the chamber, and you know WWE and their statistics—they love throwing out the fact that uh, you know now is the uh, opportunity. Now it's like, oh yeah, you know how the percentage-wise, there are like of... four four people who entered number six won <laughs> out of the seventeen elimination chamber matches. Yeah, I don't know what the actual number was, but uh, could you imagine if Elias is just there the whole time playing guitar in the pod? I hope that's what happens. I don't. I, I don't like that, that idea. I don't think that happened, but like, I'd pop for that. It'd be awesome. I I really like that idea. Imagine like he's playing the guitar in there, and it pisses Braun off so much, or someone that they try to butt break through there to just get to his guitar, and he's just strumming away. Yeah, I like I, the visual and everything of I, this. I think this match was great too. I think this was a, a great uh, great spotlight for Elias. Total, totally unexpected. Yeah, I did not see that coming, and he stole the victory totally after Braun hit Cena with that power slam, pushing Braun out of the ring, and then just picking up that victory over Cena. Uh, and then, of course, Braun post-match just 
power slams everybody. That was a super weird ending. Right? It was it kind of like he was felt forcing. Off. Yeah, it, it, felt, it almost it felt like a dark, like what happens after Monday Night Raw goes off air. Yeah, from the moment that he got onto the turnbuckle to like get the crowd on their feet and everything, it seemed like it was starting to fall flat. It was like, like you just said, it seemed like it was off air. But I thought it was cool, Elias teaming up with Cena. Like he used his guitar, smashing, smash it over Braun, and then Cena hits the AA onto those the steel steps. Yeah, and then he he Elias tossed Braun Strowman out of the ring after that power slam to Cena. I thought that yeah, was really no. good. So maybe maybe we'll still some some way somehow see Braun Strowman versus Lesnar at Mania. I, I hope so. I hope so. No, you won't. It's gonna be Braun Strowman and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, <laughs> no, you laugh, but that's probably it. Probably uh, what's gonna happen. Oh, because God. they say that the reason, the whole reason why they brought Ronda Rousey in was to elevate Stephanie McMahon to be the Vince McMahon of wrestling today, make her super famous. They use make Ronda Rousey as her name to get her super over in the world. So, like I said with Raw Rumble, if it comes down to that, then her debut is completely pointless in that way of debut. And we'll just complain more on the internet. Yeah, I mean, there's, what else can we do? We have three. We have three live to tape mics. <laughs> we do. I could always just cut mine off right now. <laughs> would anybody care? No. I everyone would. would. What? Everyone would. Dave said I would, and I said everyone would. Yeah, but anyway, let's get on. That's all for Raw. Let's get on SmackDown talk here. Yeah, Shane McMahon opening the show. Uh, basically saying Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn don't deserve another title shot. And he brought out Daniel Bryan to be like, why? Like, why is and this And who, who else happening? deserves a title shot then, Shane? Right? right? Like, well, well, maybe we'll see a little later on. But uh, but he said uh, he thinks Daniel Bryan's living vicariously through Cammy Because he can't get in the ring and actually wrestle. Which it's still, this is still sounds like it's one giant setup for Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon. Or it could be Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Hmm. Yeah, that's true too. Hmm. But like, I, I mean, can they, will they do it? <laughs> I hope so. Like, if Daniel Bryan gets cleared, what's like stopping anyone else from being cleared? Well, apparently Lita was up on the, the no bump list. Yeah, and she was doing the uh, results. She wrestled in the uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, but AJ Styles came out and uh, basically said he's going into Mania as champion regardless, which is one ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out of the outcome at Fastlane. And then Shinsuke Nakamura sees him backstage and says, I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. I hope he does. I think. And I hope this bring I hope this brings out the uh, Shinsuke Nakamura that we know and love from New Japan. I totally agree. I think that this would be a a great match for Nakamura to show that New Japan Nakamura that we know and love so much. Like right now, as of this moment, Shinsuke Nakamura has his very first WrestleMania match. 
Let so, that sink in for a minute. So, folks. like, there's potential, like, even entrance-wise, we've seen what his takeover entrances have been. And it's probably going to be the same at Mania. I mean, we could see, like, I mean, they're not, we're not going to see Pyro and stuff, but we could see, we're like... We're not going to see girls dancing on stripper poles. But we could see antics <laughs> from his past with, like, ring jacket-wise and... And the crown that he wore at WrestleMania... Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12? No. 10? 9, 10. 8, 9, 10. Yep. Good with your numbers, Brandon. Uh, Mm -hmm. 11, 12, 13. You Uh, start off with some women's action and a non-title match of Charlotte Flair going over to Liv Morgan from the Riot Squad. I didn't get it. I mean... Right, Ruby Ru- going to take down all the Riot Squad. Yeah, and, uh, Ruby Riot and, and Sarah Logan get booted from ringside after they like interfere in the match, and uh, Charlotte sells a sells getting kicked by Liv Morgan, even though commentary says she's oh she missed, and then she all of a sudden snaps out of it, completely good enough to run the ropes and hit the big boot. Brother, I don't know why I said to say brother there, but yeah, because you hear big boot, you say brother. That's what the what happens yep. absolutely well so, talking about brothers you got the bludgeon brothers a good uh, yeah you got the bludgeon brothers uh pick up the victory over kenny alfonso and matt fitchett um uh, it's your typical squash match but the keynote to take away from here is the usos pretty much cutting off the bludgeon brothers exit showing no fear might i add yeah and then, and, then, leads... and, then, and then hyping themselves up even more. Yeah, I liked it. It was like, oh, first we were this, then we were that. Face paint to jeans or whatever they said. Splashes to super kicks. Yeah, I, I liked it. It kind of reminded me of that song. Um... Jack and Diane. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. Well, I think the one thing that you, as we were saying, the Usos are cutting such great promos. Do they have any of those stupid graphics from last week again? This no, week? this episode of SmackDown, dude, I was so happy. This whole episode of SmackDown did not have those stupid graphics. Then the Mitch, the mixed match challenge came on, and they had the stupid graphics. I was like, come on, don't do this I, to me. Okay, don't, so don't, can, I, can, can I just tell you, can I just say something? Braun Strowman cutting a selfie cam video? <laughs> How hilarious was that? Yeah, I... It's been like an un... Unstoppable force. I'm sorry, ripping off Nia Jax right there. Um, has been an unstoppable force in WWE, and he's cutting selfie videos. I just think it's hilarious. I I, I can't stand the selfie videos. I cannot I stand it. Don't. I actually don't mind the selfie promos. Dave, you're I mean, you're it, thirty. You're way up there in your thirties. You should be minding. Thirties. You're giving me that young of an age. Wow. <laughs> you're not forty. Come on. <laughs> pushing it imagine um, could you imagine if you were 40 years old that would mean i'm pushing 40 <laughs> i i pray that i wouldn't be recording this podcast it was, <laughs> it, was it was to sir with love by lulu by the way is what i was thinking uh, um but yeah the selfie promos are good but i i did notice that they did have the the pop-up stuff during i think it was the uh naomi and jimmy they may have cut a promo during SmackDown, or I saw some promo during SmackDown. I thought I saw that. I don't know if it was during SmackDown or before the Mixed Match Challenge. But it, if it was, it, for, it, if it was in regards to the Mixed Match Challenge, then yeah, it may have been just in regards to Mixed Match Challenge. I may have just stumbled on upon it on YouTube. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Dumbledore. 
No. Um, next up, you had Daniel Bryan, uh, the SmackDown Live top ten list. What a kayfabed list. There's yeah. no. First of all, there's no way Randy Orton wouldn't be up higher if this list was legitimate. You had you had Ty Dillinger. Oh, let's put him at number ten. Of course, you had yeah. Randy Orton at nine, Becky Lynch at eight, the Usos at seven. New Day at six, Bobby Roode at five, four was Naomi, three was Nakamura, two, Golden Girl Charlotte, and then number one was AJ Styles. Yeah. It just happens to be that Charlotte gets voted number two. Come on. This list, that's like I don't, they're like, oh, we're going to introduce this list. The superstars get to vote. It's going to be awesome. And then they go ahead and pull this kayfabe stuff. And it's like, come on, just don't, like, what are they gonna yeah, like? I, they're not gonna pass out vote ballots and stuff, but I I don't understand what the point of this is. Like, obviously, it would be used to push uh, a few wrestlers, but like you just said, like it just doesn't make sense to me. It seems like an odd way to push someone. Rusev got left off. Yeah, I don't understand that. The most like how, how did how did they vote? Over. I mean, like they say they say like Ty Dillinger gives his all and stuff, but so does Zack Ryder. He he's not on that list. Rusev is way like way more relevant than I mean than Ty Dillinger. I, Baron Corbin's even more relevant than Ty Dillinger. I could only think that this is like Chris and you were mentioning with the WWE becoming more media wise and stuff like that. I mean, Sports Center you had the top ten list. I could only think that it's something like that. Uh, I'm not too familiar with anything else that really does a top ten, but yeah. Music. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, next up, you had the U.S. title on the line. Bobby Roode picked up the victory over Rusev. Speaking um, of somebody that's not in the top ten, that, that being Rusev, and uh, this match crushed it. Yeah, yeah. this was good like match. a lot of good back and forth here. Two commercial breaks. Yeah. Crowd uh, was hot for match. Rusev Day. Yeah, the fact that this guy is so over and he isn't holding a title is just fascinating right now. He's definitely um, worthy to hold some title. And the match ends with a transitioned glorious ZDT. And as soon as the three count hits, Bobby Roode gets up, RKO out of nowhere. That was a cool transition into the RKO, though. Uh, I, I don't, I don't get it, but I did think it was good. I thought the RKO itself was good. Then he, I pop, I pop for the RKO. I was like, he, oh, he backs, backs Aiden English into the corner, hits him with an RKO. Rusev gets up, boom. Stumbles into an RKO. I mean, I kind of the only thing I could see is that maybe maybe this is setting up Orton and Rude, um, and if it does, hopefully Rude retains. But yeah. next up, you had Gable and Benjamin picked up the victory over the Ascension. Yeah, I mean, for what it was, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah it was it was a filler. Did you see filler that match? stuff? What about uh, Shel- what about Shelton Benjamin having right? loaded gun in his uh, rental car? Can you imagine that? Like, he better get, like, free rental cars for life or something for that. And especially the social media outreach that he has. Like, that's like, could you that's Could you imagine today. renting a car and then looking in the glove compartment after driving it Do you remember the car days? that we rented at WrestleMania? Yeah, that I barely fit in. <sighs> My God. But, like, could you imagine driving around in a rental car for days only to open the glove compartment on, like, day four to see a loaded gun? It's like no, I, I can't think of it. Sorry. Like he gets pulled over. You have any weapons? No, I swear to God, I don't. Boom. What's this? A loaded gun? Go to. You're going to jail. 
Yeah, and especially in this day and age, too, they'll be like, oh, my God, he's trying to kill me. Do you work for WWE? Yeah. No, I don't work for WWE, I swear. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I can see be. that not being a good situation. But main event of the evening, you had the number one contendership on the line. Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn went to a no contest. Absolutely no Styles contest. Gets involved. Which, by the way, like, who's in the wrong there? Sami Zayn kind of gets pushed into the chair. He didn't go after AJ Styles. AJ Styles hops up, hits him, hits Kevin Owens, and then uh, and then Daniel Bryan came out and made it a triple threat match at Fastlane for the championship. So Sami Zayn is in a WWE Championship match. He was at the Royal Rumble. Uh, I mean, another one where he's like all for one. No, that's that's not how it works. He's all by himself in this, I'm saying. Uh, but well, then the match was actually changed the next day. Shane McMahon sending out a tweet saying uh, Bar- uh, Dolph Ziggler's return to SmackDown against Baron Corbin will determine if who will be added to this match. So either Dolph Ziggler or Baron Corbin oh, will be added to this match. They're being added to it? I thought they were just having their own number one contendership match. No, they're going to be added to the match. So it's going to be a fatal four-way at Fastlane. Which, that's just absolutely infuriating the way, like, why why did Dolph Ziggler do any of that with the U.S. Championship? Why do you bring him back at the Royal Rumble, get eliminated in two minutes, and then he hasn't, he hasn't been seen since then, and you bring him back via a hype video for next week's SmackDown? A hype graphic, I mean. I, I don't, hype Bruce, I, I don't get, I don't really don't get it. But something that I did like in this match was that you started off with clean breaks, and very sport, a lot of sportsmanship, and then it started to break down very slowly, where they started to slap each other a little bit hard and take advantage of when the referee didn't look. I was a big fan of that progression. Yeah, and it's funny. It's like I, I said a while ago that I never want to see Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn ever again because they mm-hmm. threw it down for us like a thousand times over and over and over and over and over again. I got burnt out on that, and then they they team up. They, they're the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens show, the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn show, and we haven't seen them wrestling in a while. And this, I thought, was it was it was a nice touch. I, I enjoyed the match. Yeah. So, well, but it's yeah. like, but that Ziggler stuff. It's like, what is the what's the payoff for that? What, what was the payoff to have Bobby Roode become the champion without actually having to to defeat Ziggler? I don't know. I just hope that Ziggler doesn't get pushed back into the U.S. championship scene after well, dropping it. I hope that he's elevated to the championship. Maybe they'll uh, throw scene. us for a giant, giant loop, and it's Dolph Ziggler walking out of Fastlane as champion, and he goes on to face Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Nakamura goes, "Oh, never mind. I want Brock. <laughs> I want to yeah. face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania." Only God. time will tell. Oh, so, uh, I mean, there's, there's potential for Dolph Ziggler versus Nakamura versus AJ Styles, a triple threat versus the BWO. Yeah, and I hope that that truly doesn't happen. I'd rather see the BWO than what you just said with that triple yeah. threat. Yeah. But that tweet that maybe like popped huge like a long time ago is I'd rather see Roseanne Barr read read Fifty Shades of Grey than. Uh... <laughs> that was good. I, I don't know if you know, but there's there's a tribute just to her, hearing that there's a tribute to her and cooking with Brandon now. Dead? I don't know if you picked up on that. 
Um, in a f uh, few weeks, we're going to get the, this a little bit further along. Um, but first round match is still taking place with the Mix Match Challenge. Jimmy Uso and Naomi picked up the victory over Goldust and Mandy Rose. SmackDown getting their first win of the tournament over Monday Night Raw 3 to, to 1. But these yeah. matches are so good. And I want, and like, I want Mandy Rose. I want, what is it, uh, Rose Gold? I want Rose Gold to be a team forever. I want them to do stuff on Monday Night Raw. I thought it was so good. Yeah, their their entrance was really entertaining. And I, I hope that some of these teams do end up crossing paths again. Especially, I mean, I know they're not done yet, but uh, I think it's a little big. Um, Bliss and Braun. Yeah, that was I another. That they're winning the whole thing. Yeah, I I really like all of their promos are amazing and I hilarious. I mean, also, I mean, Miz and and Oscar. I thought they were a good team too. Team Oscar. Yeah, but I I really enjoy this match. Everything about it, it was like a good comedic style match, and uh, I want more Rose Gold. I just think the, the weird the weird thing about the mixed match challenge is how like every single week you hear them calling spots. And I mm. think they, I think they make the ring microphone louder so you could like hear them interact with each other, in the ring. But it, it, it I guess also in turn makes us hear them say like, "Oh, headlock." Yeah, Bob Backlund. So, Bob Backlund. Two oh five live kicking off with another first round match for the tournament. I think all we're gonna see is first is cruiserweight. Title tournament matches until WrestleMania. Yeah, probably. So you had um, Kalisto taking on Lince Dorado, completely Sick killing Lucha it. match, completely killing it. Such a good match. And uh, you also had Roderick Strong surprisingly pick up a victory over Hideo. Itami. I was very amazed about this. I I was not expecting Atami to lose. I guess the, I guess Roderick Strong, but you know what? As I said. They're trying to influence new blood into 205 Live, kind of freshen up everything like that. Perfect person to do it than Roger Strong. Yeah, that they did. Um, Solid, hard-hitting match. Wins at the end of Heartache. I'm a fan of it. So next week we're going to get uh, Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak, two friends uh, trying to compete for the uh, Cruiserweight title tournament. And then you're going to see Akira Tozawa returning to 205 Live to face off against Mark Andrews, I like he which does, should be fun. He does like backstage promos firing people still. I love those. <laughs> I just, I still, like I said last week, I want him back with Titus Worldwide. Yeah, but I feel like that ship has sailed. I I'm, I quite enjoyed him there, but... Oh, so did I. Did you notice on uh, Monday Night Raw there were two Mavericks out there at once? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, Tony needs to be called Maverick. <laughs> and, and Drake Maverick. Maverick was on commentary, so... Oh, there we go. Well. But uh, yeah, that's the world. Uh, light week. For the world of professional wrestling, uh, NXT-wise, Johnny Gargano gets another shout-out on Andrade Cien Almas, and if he loses, he is gone from NXT. So we'll see where that goes from there. So, Dave, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs! That's right, it's time for the shameless plugs, and go follow Jonathan Faust at Mr. John Faust. Also, go check out Team Awesome. Uh, at Team Awesome 418, Lorenzo is an amazing, amazing person and a great fan, and he's also an author. He wrote 31 Days to Live, 
which you can purchase over on Amazon. Make sure you go that. Uh, go to that and also buy a T-shirt for uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash TeamAwesome418. Also, go check out Montreal Broski at MTL Broski514. Go the check man. out. Yeah. Uh, he has a Twitch now. Which... I thought he got banned from Twitch. No, it was know. a temporary ban, but uh, he always – I mean, he's pretty controversial, so – yeah, he gets banned from many things. But while you can, make sure you like and subscribe to his Twitch, twitch.tv slash mtlbroski. And check out First Thing in the Morning as well. He, he oh, goes and you live. can buy his T-shirts. He goes uh, live almost every single night. Yeah, so definitely worth checking out. Also, uh, Santino Bros, mentioned them earlier in the podcast. I'm a huge fan of everything that they're doing over in California. And being on the East Coast, it's tough to stay up to date with everything on the West Coast at times. But I'm really trying hard to pay attention to a lot of stuff over there. It seems like everything goes back to Santino Bros. So go check, go follow them on Twitter, at Santino Bros. And also, two people coming out of there, go check out Delilah Doom and Eli Everfly. Um, you can go follow uh, Eli at Eli Everfly and at Delilah underscore Doom. They are looking for bookings during uh, WrestleMania weekend on the 7th and 8th. Um, make sure you can email Eli Everfly at gmail.com or Delilah Doom Bookings at gmail.com. Um, you can definitely book them as a tag team or individual, but definitely worth the booking. So, hey, Chris, match and uh, rant of the week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. That's right. We're back with some. Chris's match and rant of the week. Well, first of all, match of the week is going to be Roderick Strong and Hideo Tommy from 205 Live. Really like the direction 205 Live is going, and I'm a big fan of Roderick Strong, so it was good to see him uh, on the main roster. So keep up the good work there, Roddy. Philadelphia Eagles fans, you are the worst human beings alive. Like, I, my politic, I don't want to get political-wise about certain things, but you're up there with certain higher authority figures in the United States, in my opinion. Um, the fact that you have to steal cop horses, the fact that you have to throw kegs over the city hall gates to go have a keg party. How do you even steal you a horse? you have to light fires. What? How do you even steal a horse? Are there no cops on them? Apparently there was. Apparently they ran over police officers. Um, when the cops won the World Series... After 106 years of not winning it, there was hugging and people doing trust falls off of lampposts and nice things. Not setting things on fire. Not like... Not, not climbing... Like, what was that, right? Who does that? That makes no people sense. We won, the, we won the Super Bowl. Our, our city won the Super Bowl. I'm going to eat this, this, this feces. I don't get oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. Or, or them climbing up on the the, ho- the hood of the hood, the hood of the Ritz Carlton. I think it yeah, was the Ritz, okay. and then just like completely like tumbling it to the ground. Like I don't understand how you how you Philadelphia is such like a beautiful city. How do you do that? How do you yeah, treat it with such disrespect? I don't I just I don't understand it. I don't understand how do you eat? How do you do that? I don't I don't get it. I mean, I, I mean, at least nobody on that Rich Carlton one, nobody somehow got hurt. I'm surprised at that. I, 
I hope that everyone was safe. I don't know if there was any fatalities or anything like that. Um, there were a lot but, of arrests, though. Yeah, a lot of arrests and just taken so far to the extreme. I, I, I don't understand it. See, it's I, like I'm that that first. that thing that could never that would never happen in New York City. That would never happen. I was the, I went to the uh, Giants parade when they beat the Patriots the first time. That was scary. What really was it? Yeah. How old were you? I saw you almost flip was... over a uh, freaking car. Seriously? Yeah. What year was this? Two thousand eight. I. When was the first time they beat them? I don't know. I forget. I think it was two thousand eight. It came up on my Facebook feed the other day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no Philadelphia. Phil, well, Phil, not even Philadelphia Eagles fans. Philadelphia sports fans in general are just horrid terrible human beings like there's a niche of them that are they're good people but just the general consensus of them like my sister's ex-boyfriend is a piece of human garbage my older sister what? i don't think you ever met him dave but regardless that's two pro wrestling my like terrible horrid human beings anyway i mean, I mean yeah. congratulations on your super bowl but seriously you got your little like, WWE really? championship you're American terrorists, is what you are. It's like you just don't like just be respectful. I love the uh, hashtag Philadelphia Police Scanner. I don't know if you uh, paid attention. I wish to that I had one. I remember one time my brother, my no, brother but that was used the hashtag. to. No, but I'm saying like I wish I had a police scanner to to tune into Philadelphia's police and listen to all the incidents then. That's what two, both of my brothers used to own police scanners, and then we would just sit and listen to all the incidents from around the world and the the country, is what I meant, not the world, but mm-hmm. it's just yeah. insane. It's so mm-hmm. stupid. Like you go to Disney World, you celebrate, you don't flip over a car. Yeah, apparently Johnny Gargano was uh, there at the same time as uh, what's his uh, Nick Foles, whatever the backup quarterback for the Eagles. Yeah, uh-huh. Nick Foles. Yeah, but apparently he was the MVP because he ate a uh, he was a man uh, vomiting profusely Jeez. because uh, he ate a whole bag of caramel corn. Really? Yep. Philadelphia, you're the worst. Brandon, who are you shouting out? Listen to Brandon's shoutouts because when there are shoutouts, <laughs> there's honey. I hops getting a uh, shoutout uh, for supplying me with unlimited pancakes, so I thank thy. For that, thank thee. Uh, and I really, I still, I don't understand how the guy ate twenty-one pancakes. That's that's absurd. impressive. Eleven, I was sad. like, I was like busting at eleven. Yeah, I think I, it's more sad. Yeah, but sad no, but again, and, maybe maybe impressive. it wasn't like it was like a competitive eater. Like I see, I watch people like competitive like eaters go on, go to like these different places and eat challenges and stuff, and they like like the the kitchen sink over in Rockville Center. There's like an ice cream challenge with like a hundred No, that's scoops. in Belmore. Yeah, in Belmore. No, there's International Delight Cafe, brother. That's in Belmore. No, uh, right ha, did we ever do that? Me and Eric McGinnis did it. I feel like I was part of and someone. How, how many it. scoops was that? It was like I don't I don't know. I think I want to text message Eric now to see if we can still do it. I'll do it. When I get home I'll, I'm down to give it a shot. It was it's right across the street from my tattoo place, but that's another thing I did this week. I got tattooed, it was awesome. My, yeah, my it looks face. it looks fresh and really good. You haven't seen it. I thought I did. The the 
What was it? Um, no, I got it? a newer one. Oh. No, we're taking, listen, we're taking away from Brandon's shout-outs. Oh, sorry. Well, no, what was your tattoo? No, do shout-outs. Did fine. it say all the things she said? No, it's a big, <laughs> big brajol on my tricep. What's a brajol? Google it. Anyway, what's your second shout-out? Uh, let's go to Kim Possible. Disney Disney broke some news that they're doing a live-action version for Disney Channel. I think that's pretty cool. I used to watch the show. Did you guys? Or uh, was I super old watching that then? Or Yeah, I was super old. <laughs> I was already, like, 39 when it came out, so. And I'm you. Disney, Disney asked who, who you think should be playing uh, Kim Possible, and Becky Lynch spoke up, raised her hand. That would be interesting. Herself, yeah. Although, I, I mean, she's quite old to be playing Kim Possible. She's a teenager. Yes. Wow, age discrimination much. I mean, just, I mean, it's too old, but... Uh, last up goes to both those matches on 205 Live. I think they were both good. They were both really good. And They're both good, right? Yeah, 205 Live is definitely on the up and up. We uh, discussed this on Eric's show, on Montreal Broski's show. Favorite cereal? Anyone? Cinnamon uh, Toast Crunch. Uh, maybe. Uh, no, actually, place. Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran is good. Raisin Bran Crunch is even better. Yep, no, that's it. Raisin Bran Crunch. I yeah. think my top three, I got Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies, and and Raisin Bran Crunch. I actually had, uh, what is it, Honey Grams? Honey, uh, right? Those are the Honeycomb. Honey Grams. Honeycomb. No, no, no. Either not, Honeycombs honey or Golden Grams. Golden Grams. I think I had that, and that was really good. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Golden Grams like sound good at the start, and then when I start eating them, I get sick, and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I ate that. I hate I, and I did I do it all the time. Cookie Crisp, I always liked. Not a fan of it. Huh. But, uh, you know what I had to speak? I know it's nothing to do with. Uh, are you done with your shoutouts, Brendan? Oh yeah, no. I, I the the cereal was post shoutouts. So um. <laughs> I was on a shoot yesterday, so that was Wednesday, um, at one of the jobs that I work at. And their clients had a brownie bake-off. Yeah, about that. Red, oh, wait. It, it was like a red velvet brownie. So it was like red velvet cake, brownie over the top of it, chocolate frosting over the top of it. Incredible. Unreal. Oh. Wait, what, what do you mean brownies. like... What do you mean by Bake Off? Like everybody, like it was a competition or? Yeah, they, they had brownies and then the guys that own the place uh, decided who uh, won. Did I take, do you see if I took a picture of them? That nope, sounds they, really good. I have uh, about nine pictures of my daughter with a Borg. <laughs> a real um, No. We, we gotta <laughs> take... No, I have to speak one here. It, it talks though. See? Come on, you scream. <laughs> My wife wanted a pork, so I got her this one. What is it saying? It just talks like porks. I still have to see them. There it is. Yeah. I watched, I watched a, a whale mimic a human voice the other day. They're slowly but surely going to take over. It, like I think it said like one, two, three or something and it blew me away. And no. I was watching other, yeah, dolphins apparently could talk too. No way. Yeah, apparently they can mimic uh, voices with their clicks you, and stuff. 
Did you guys see the launch of uh, Super Heavy or whatever it is? Super um, Falcon, Falcon Heavy? Falcon Heavy, yeah. Yeah, Falcon wow. Heavy. Falcon what a, heavy. a phenomenal thing, man. People are, I haven't heard a pop like that since Stone Cold Steve Austin hit McMahon with the stunner at Raw 25. If you want to see that on a tweet, you could go to at marking out <laughs> and tweeted that out. No, for real though, I have that was a lot. People were marking out for that. I, I thought Speaking it was marking so... out. Let's get to it. It's yeah. our hour. hour. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, Dave already alluded to his. Yeah, I totally marked out for the the SpaceX launch. Um, Falcon and I, Heavy. Yeah, Falcon Heavy. Um, I totally, the part that really hit, I went nuts for was not only the, um, the two uh, side compartments landing, but the moment where Space Oddity was blasting and the car was released into orbit. I thought that was so incredible. And some of the, 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 just the visual effects of seeing that car in front of the, in front of earth is just amazing and astonishing. And I, I love it. That's a self-driving car, right? The Tesla. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. So hopefully it makes its way to Mars and, uh, it'll continue to, be able to operate under self-driving ways and it's, we got the camera footage for it that'd be cool it's like you run into like martians or something like imagine like this leads to like the end of <laughs> the world well yeah Mines i just so off by the, the year and, and then they have the don't panic uh on the front console which is a, a little nod at hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and i i don't know did you guys see that the video of that or no I saw pictures of it. It just didn't look real, uh, right? It looks so fake. And then, just oh, I, I think watched, it's just, I watched the launch live. Yeah, but I think it's like it's a perfect ad too. I mean, think about the the advertisements that you can do with that visual uh, quality. I'm not about to buy a Tesla. I hey, it's still. A, do you have a hundred thousand dollars, Brandon? Is that how much it is? Yeah, a Tesla's a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I could buy it a tesla i just that'd be a waste of money for me yeah going to eight million concerts a week that's uh that's important yeah hell yeah i just got a uh ticket to see kenny rogers on his last run are you serious this guy logan paul is something else apparently he used a taser on dead animals in a, his new video this guy like who did i just see today my buddy just sent me this video of some guy. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. We ha- I have a group message. It's me, my friend John, my friend Kyle, my friend Kenny. Alex Jones? I don't, I don't know. Who I'm going to send this to you. It, I don't know. He's some like talk show guy, and he was getting so pissed because oh, some guy had a mustache. The, yeah, like on the news or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, God, I hate him. He's got a mustache. It just pisses me off so much. <laughs> But um, my mark at a moment of the week was Dave walking into my house. Well, it was a, a great moment for all. It had to, you weren't there. You didn't hear the reaction. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, and then me and Dave jumped up and down at my front door. Yeah. Like I, arms, I was thinking like about shoulder to shoulder, like arm, like prom No, wise. like hugging, like no. Dave used to walk off home run and, and just walk to home base. 
It was full embrace. Yeah. Full embrace. At least it didn't uh, scare you like that time on Halloween. That was... <laughs> <laughs> and I fell to the floor. I, I wish I had vi- video of both moments. But, yeah, it was, a, it was, was a great time. I thought Rachel was on you with that. What's that? No, Rachel's an aunt, like, was in on it. No, I, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even, I didn't tell Mike, anyone. Hi. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Good that's bye. our, uh, any other markout moments this week? Uh, I think, honestly, I think uh, Elias defeating Braun Strowman and John Cena. Bearded men still have a chance, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, that's our show for this week. Can, yeah. I, can I close it out? By all means, take it home. All right, avid professional right here. I haven't been drinking wine all uh I've been drinking wine today, guys. Wine. Okay, no. Bottle of red, white, rose. Red. Red. I got uh, Rachel went to bingo with her mom. Bingo. Got... What? I just like when somebody says bingo, I have to yell out bingo. Oh. I thought you just I thought you were talking like Bill Cosby for a second. What? No Bingo do put pop do Anyway, that's our show this week. Uh a short one. This week, next Wait, week, did she uh, we'll win some... wine at bingo? Yeah, she won wine at bingo. So uh, it's been it's been a very busy week on my end. Um, as I said, I've had I had a couple shoots this week, a lot of editing work. Uh, I got tattooed on Tuesday, so my arm hurts a little bit. So yeah, that's my week. <laughs> the things we talked about at the beginning. Of the episode. Finally, I get to find out what you did this week. Yeah, no, I had I had a good shoot yesterday. I had a lot of editing work to do this week. Still didn't finish editing Cookie with Brandon. Um, yeah, but what did you do last summer? That was a, it was a I know what you did last summer type of. Wow, there's yeah, that song by Sean. What's his name? Sean. This guy did stitches. Uh, yeah, Sean Mendez. Dave and I saw yes, him live. Yes, I like that song a lot. <laughs> Dave and I saw him live. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, that's our show for this week, folks. Uh, you can go back and listen to this episode again. Just uh, scrub back to the beginning of the episode. Uh, you can find this episode on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Radio, uh, all those cool podcatchers that uh, play podcasts. Uh, you can find us on there. Uh, Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash out, out one at gmail.com. It's still coming. Trust me. Jake the Snake. Uh, out 11 on YouTube. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. You can follow Dave on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Uh, and you can follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Uh, next week, we are still on the road to WrestleMania. So we're still going to be talking about Raw and SmackDown. Hopefully, there's some, some more independent stuff going on. And maybe we'll talk about uh, this big WrestlePro event that we're going to watch on. Brandon's going to watch on Twitch because I'm working tomorrow night and Dave's got. Amateur wrestling to watch on the Pac-10 network. Uh, Jigs. And also the Olympics. I'm going to just say it again. They're stupid. uh, I know somebody that's in South Korea right now. For for the Olympics or? uh... For the Olympics. She is actually, she is the wardrobe girl for the show that I work for. And the NBC Universal sent her to uh, South Korea to work one of the morning shows there. That's really cool. It's it's it just it makes no sense that they have the opening ceremony tomorrow, but they've already had events for it. But I thought the opening ceremony was tonight. No, it's tomorrow night. 
So we'll give you a full recap of what's going on in the Olympics next week. But until then, for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the... 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 Best Best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. Not on the podcast.